could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The rich earth is filled with marvels in every nook and cranny. There's as much beauty in the large and majestic entities like waterfalls or overwhelming ocean waves as there are in the small and subtle beings like the little critters that roam the ground. Don't merely accept this grandeur, but rather strive to learn and understand it. Strive to be curious. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundel, and today the theme for our show is the gift of curiosity. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be the star you are for teens. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. With regard to this week's theme, the gift of curiosity, we're going to take a look at how you can maintain an inquisitive mind and how that's crucial to appreciating all that life has to offer. We have a power-packed show for you today, and I think it's time we dive right in because I truly believe that curiosity is something that will transcend time. Humans have always needed curiosity and will continue to need it in order to advance innovations. I think curiosity and creativity combined are the two most powerful factors that man has to explore this beautiful world that we've been given. With these factors, one sees no limits as to the kind of possibilities. The reason as to why this is the truth is that being curious is imperative in today's black and white world in order to recognize the new ideas and potential that lie at every corner. Some of the greatest advances that we've been able to enjoy have been brought about by people who were curious and who wanted something more than what the mundane, everyday lifestyle had to offer. For example, take the invention of Facebook by Mark Zuckerberg. Despite the fact that it can be argued that Facebook was simply created because Zuckerberg was educated and well-versed in computer programming, I really believe that curiosity was at the root of that creation because he wanted to explore just how much the internet could offer the everyday individual. Now, millions upon millions of people use Facebook worldwide, and it's one of the most logged into websites. And this all just started from a dorm room. One college student wanting to really test out the internet to the maximum of its potential. And there's been great quotes given time and time again about curiosity. Bob Unser once said, success is where preparation and opportunity meet. 
But I think if this is taken and curiosity is said to be the underlying root of success, then this quote should be paraphrased as curiosity is where preparation and opportunity meet. When you have the skills and the knowledge to operate a medium, such as Mark Zuckerberg being able to use the internet, and you have the curiosity to understand how far you can really go, those two combined allow you to really shake up this world. I want to talk about one specific example of curiosity where that name is particularly relevant. I'm talking about the Mars rover curiosity that was used to understand the geology and topography and climate and conditions of Mars with the goal of understanding whether the inside of the Gale Crater on Mars could have ever had the conditions necessary for life. Now, the Curiosity rover was launched from Cape Canerval in Florida on November 26, 2011 at 10.02 Eastern Standard Time, and it reached the landing site of the Gale Crater on August 6, 2012, at 517 Coordinated Universal Time. Now, what I really love about this example is the name of the rover, because that name, Curiosity, was actually chosen by a 12-year-old girl, Clara Ma, who won the Mars Science Laboratory Naming Contest as a sixth-grade student in Kansas. Now, the contest involved writing a short paragraph about why the contestant's name for the rover should be selected, and over 9,000 entries were submitted, And Clara's name, Curiosity, won her a trip to NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California, so she could sign her name onto the rover as it was being constructed. And what I really love is that Disney Pixar's animated film WALL-E actually provided prizes for various levels of winner in this contest. And I think that was a great way to foster children's curiosity with space exploration. And I want to read you a brief excerpt from the essay that Clara wrote as part of this contest to win the naming opportunity for this rover. She said, quote, Curiosity is an everlasting flame that burns in everyone's mind. It makes me get out of bed in the morning and wonder what surprises life will throw at me that day. Curiosity is such a powerful force. Without it, we wouldn't be who we are today. I think that's so beautiful. And the fact that a 12-year-old wrote that just boggles my mind. I think it attests to the fact that children have this innate curiosity. And sometimes I wonder that, is it the process of growing up that sometimes jades that curiosity? Do we get comfortable with the humdrum of daily life, with getting into the flow of things and just going with the motions, that we forget to pause and really ask the heavy questions and take a much more informative look at the world around us? I wonder. And something that has been accepted as fact for quite some time now is the idea that you were either born with curiosity or you aren't. And I think this couldn't be further from the truth. Well, it does hold true that some individuals find it in their intrinsic self to be as curious as their life allows. I think everyone has the same amount of potential when wanting to be curious. It's all about wanting to increase that curiosity and really taking advantage of it. I think regardless, it might come as a surprise to learn about the fact that there are simple steps in order to attain a curious mind. Every day, especially in this technological world, you have so many opportunities to really delve into the questions that you pose for yourself. It's called inquiry-based learning. As you go through life, are you waiting for other people to hand you questions and projects to examine, or are you forming those for yourself? 
I think one another thing that is really important to keep in mind when we're talking about curiosity is that you can't simply memorize knowledge in a rote sort of way. You have to use each piece of information that you're given as a stepping as a stepping stone to discover something new. So for example, if you're going to class and your teacher is teaching you about plants and transpiration and how plants make use of water and conserve it, you can't simply take those facts as at face value and memorize them as they are. But you really have to examine the nuances in that information and pose your own questions. And if your textbook seems to skip over an idea that you have, then you have the internet to go and explore that idea further. You can't simply label something as what it is, accept it as a fact at face value and move on. Because that's not a recipe for curiosity, that's not a recipe for an inquisitive mind, and for the world in larger terms, that's not a recipe for innovative human beings who are going to drive change. And going back to the idea that I think children are born with this curiosity that really propels them and that they sometimes unfortunately lose later in life, I think we can all maintain that sense of curiosity by never labeling things as boring. You know, one of my AP psychology teacher, I remember one of his best lines was, it's not boring, you're boring. You know, if you're ever having a day that you're tempted to label as boring, remember that day was not boring. You were boring that day because you didn't go out there and do something exciting. And sure, there are certain subjects that are not as interesting to many people. But for the sake of being creative and curious, you really have to keep an open mind about everything. And another important step that you should definitely consider is to think of learning as something fun. To start off, you should investigate subjects that matter to you and learn every single thing about them. And once you've done this, move on to other subjects that catch your attention, even if a little less. And eventually you're going to get to this point where you're excited to learn about all the little things that you might have not have been so thrilled to learn about a couple months ago. Don't just study one exclusive subject. Study it all. You know, with the way that our education system is set up right now, when you're in elementary school and junior high and high school, you get to study all sorts of things, even if you don't think science is your forte. The fact that you have to study it in the educational curriculum might one day open your mind to it. And things like respiration and photosynthesis that you had not even a clue about beforehand, once you're actually forced to learn them in the education system, that might open your mind to the point that you actually like learning about them. And you might realize something about yourself that you never knew before. So dare to learn things that, that you don't know if you'll even like to learn about. Dare to discover, dare yourself to pick up a different book or a magazine every week in order to understand something different and become that individual that you wish to be. That curious, inquisitive individual pushing the boundaries of what you've always known and really striving to discover something different. I think curiosity is the basis for any sort of change, whether we talk about revolutions, you know, people being curious to see, is there a different governmental setup that would better serve this nation? Or curious about different medicines and could this herb not just be a plant there for aesthetic beauty, but rather serve as a curative entity to this individual experiencing a sickness? Now, of course, when you think about curiosity in terms of those types of things, the element of fear comes in because you're going into the unknown, you're 
doing something a little daring and outside of your comfort zone. But I think if you ever want to make any sort of actual change, you do have to be willing to get out of the box, get out of this little shell that you've been living in your whole life and see the world, gaze at the blinding sun and look at all the wonderful things that are provided to you. And for all the parents out there who might think that, you know, being curious uh, for their kids is kind of a reckless thing and you're going to get yourself into all sorts of trouble that's really not the case. I think sometimes getting being curious is just about getting your hands a little dirty, being willing to get in there, get in the mud, grab the roots, look at all the bugs, do something just a little bit different, harmless fun in a way. And so with that in mind, I hope that during the break, you really think about the importance of being curious and living with an inquisitive mind. It'll show you a world that you've never known before. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And please visit our charity site at BTSYA.org and watch our fun and informative videos at YouTube.com forward slash Be The Star You Are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on curiosity. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about the gift of curiosity. Curiosity is curious in its ability to bring about the best in us and to be relevant to all areas of our lives. 
In the previous segment, I talked about curiosity in relation to the space frontier and pushing past the barriers of what mankind has known for so long to discover a whole new realm. Now in this segment, we're going to take a health detour, courtesy of longtime veteran of the show, Alex Palakos. Welcome back, Alex. What do you have in store for us today? Thank you. Uh, as you just heard, my name is Alex Palakos, and this is the new health wrap. So, you know, it's summer vacation time, and that can mean lots of leisure time to sit down, relax, and maybe even enjoy one's favorite video games. Typically, video games are thought of as a wasted activity that doesn't provide any useful benefits whatsoever. But have you ever thought if playing video games could perhaps provide a transferable skill to another really useful activity? Well, believe it or not, there are some medical procedures that might just have some use for your video gaming skills. In particular, I am talking about using the ability and dexterity that you have developed using a video game controller. The same skill you use to accurately control the movement of a character on your TV or computer screen can be directly applied to certain medical procedure called a robotic angioplasty. So I'm sure all you guys are wondering what that means, you know, I had no idea what that was exactly. So an angioplasty is the technical term for a procedure which increases blood, blood flow through an artery or vein by removing blockage or expanding a narrow pathway. In simple terms, arteries and veins can just be thought of as tubes throughout your body that allow your blood to be pumped from your heart to the rest of your body and back again. But unfortunately, just like any pipes in your house, your arteries and veins can and will become clogged, reducing your blood flow, and that's just not good. So an, ang an angioplasty can clear that blockage using a wire, a balloon, and a stent, all of which are threaded through the artery and into the blockage. Traditionally, the cardiologist starts the wire in an artery in your arm and threads the wire slowly by hand while watching it progress through your artery by a live x-ray. That may sound pretty horrible to thread a wire all through someone's artery all the way to the heart, but it is actually a very common and safe procedure. So, okay, so here is where the video game controller comes into play. Well, through advancements in medical technology, a doctor doesn't have to thread the wire through your artery using his hand. Instead, a newer procedure uses a robotic machine guided by something that very much resembles a video game controller. This procedure is known as robotic angioplasty. The doctor uses this device, which, as I mentioned, is very similar to a video game joystick, to move the wire through the artery. The robotic machine moves the wire ever so slowly based on the doctor's manipulation of the controller. This is great news because it allows for precise movements that are otherwise too small to be easily controlled by hand. 
This makes the procedure significantly easier, safer, and faster. The doctor moves the controller and watches on a screen while the wire advances through the artery. Doesn't that sound a lot like what you do when you play a video game? I mean, clearly, the more dexterity you exhibit in controlling a character in a video game, the more likely you have the skills necessary to excel at these types of procedures. Hey, it's nice to know that playing video games may not be a total waste of time after all. <laughs> That's, That's so pretty interesting. Great. I like that. Yeah, that, that is so interesting. And what happens, Alex, when the wire, the balloon, and the stent actually reach the blockage <clears throat> artery? Well, well, yes. Well, that's a very interesting question. Uh, in this situation, the blockage is actually never completely blocked. So there is still some room for blood to flow through. The balloon is deflated and it's surrounded by the compressed stent. When the end of the wire with the balloon and stent reaches the blockage, the stent is positioned right in the middle of the blockage. Then the balloon inflates, causing the stent to expand and hold open the artery. At this point, the stent itself will remain expanded in the artery, but the balloon will become deflated and will be removed along with the wire. That way the stent stays in its the stent stays in its expanded state, allowing blood to flow through the previously clogged artery. It's actually pretty amazing stuff when you think about it. That is so cool. I, you know, at first when you were explaining that, I thought that, wow, that would just be so weird to have that done to you. But, you know, the more I thought about it, the more interesting it became. And we were talking about blockage in the arteries. What exactly causes the blockage? Oh, sure. Um... The blockage can be caused by an accumulation of cholesterol and fatty deposits on the artery wall. There's mm -hmm. several factors that can increase the risk of blockages occurring in the artery. For example, mm -hmm. your diet plays an important role, as too much bad cholesterol can increase the instance of blockages forming. You definitely want to, to, you want to avoid eating trans fats, you know, foods that contain uh, partially hydrogenated oils, Another contributor is high blood pressure, which increases the rate at which the blockages can increase in size. And smoking also increases the risk of getting a blockage in your artery. So, you know, basically what you should do is have a good diet and keep on exercising. And that's really the best way to reduce uh, your chances of getting a blocked artery. So no more McDonald's? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Wow. And, and I know that you had mentioned that the, um, there's never a complete blockage and there's still some room for blood to flow because, as we know, complete blockage would entail what? A heart attack, right? Yes, exactly. And that's something if, that you definitely want to avoid at all costs. And I think you really want to avoid it when you're young because it can just build up with time. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Usually that kind of thing is, is important, you know, keeping your health you know, in check when you're young because all that stuff can just definitely build up as you get older because, you know, you're not paying attention to that kind of thing when you're young. You're thinking, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm I'm young enough. You know, I got time. And then, you know, once you get older, you realize that, oh, maybe I should have taken care, taken better care of my body when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one interesting thing I didn't mention was uh, kind of the history of this. Mm -hmm. So 
before this was done, the first person who came up with this idea, everybody thought he was this crazy, like psychotic doctor. Cause you know, he went up to everybody and he said, Hey, you know, what's going to be a good way to fix this guy. Let's get a wire and a balloon and we're going to shove it in his arm and we're going to stick it up into his heart. And then we're going to inflate it. Everyone <laughs> yelled at him and they're like, no, you're crazy. You're going to kill these people. Yeah. I, and, I, uh, you know eventually you know some people did die but right now it's one of the safest procedures and it's uh it's definitely a lot more better than open heart surgery oh yeah open heart surgery is so dangerous i've heard so many things about it and i've had a couple family members who have uh been through that kind of surgery and you know they they came out of it successfully it's just the dangers of it are just so scary yeah and you know it's a lot of trauma on the individual himself who has yeah, to get the surgery. Yeah, body just so in shock about what just happened. <laughs> yeah, this sort of angioplasty can be done, you know, in and out, same day procedure. Mm, wow, that's perfect. Wow, and I think that anecdote you mentioned of this guy just having an idea and wanting to try it out, I think that's really, really good proof of the fact that curiosity, you might not be rewarded for it in the moment. You know, people might not like your curiosity at the time, but after you use that curiosity to invent a product or come out with a device that can really change uh, the state of the world as we know it, that's when your curiosity is rewarded. So, Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, like with curiosity, that's the best way we have to discover new things. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think that all our medical, you know, expanses, um, you know, just in the medical field of just all this new knowledge coming out, I don't think that would have... Uh, been founded and established without curiosity because there are so many times when new medicine came out and people were like, oh no, that'd be so bad for you or different types of surgery procedures. People were, you know, scared on what would happen if they were performed, but they actually worked. You know, it was all a matter of people being curious and wondering what would be better. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, we've really come a long way. It's, it's horrible to hear some of the stories of uh, what they used to do a hundred years ago for, uh, I don't know. I, I was talking to uh, one of the doctors, and if you had tuberculosis, uh, right now you would get antibiotics. Yeah. A uh, hundred years ago, your choice was lose a lung or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was Which pretty brutal. Basically, didn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they they live, but it, you know, who wants to live with one lung? That's not. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great choice. It's not a, a, not a very effective form of treatment. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this very, very important information, Alex. I think it's really crazy to think about how curiosity and using that to create something novel can really propel our world into a totally new dimension and make life better for everyone. So it's also very important to be curious and knowledgeable about our health so that we can make very informed decisions. So thank you for all that information. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and like our Facebook page. I'm Hannah Hundel. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also remember to visit our charity site at btsya.org for info on upcoming events, activities, and more. We'll be back in the next segment as we continue our conversation on curiosity. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today's hot topic is the gift of curiosity. When we discuss the gift of curiosity, newspaper reporters and writers are high on the list of professionals who need to be curious. With us today is former newspaper writer turned travel guidebook writer, author, and radio host, Fran Silverman, is our special guest today. Fran is the author of Author of Talk Radio Wants You, an intimate guide to 700 shows and how to get invited, Hunter Travel Guides Catskill, book marketing A through Z with Forward by our producer and BTSYA director Cynthia Bryan, and her radio show is Fraternizing with Fran. We have lots to learn from this professional. Welcome to Fran. Welcome, Fran, to Express Yourself. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm delighted to be here. 
Of course. So in 2006, you started a publicity service that has placed clients in Boston Herald, Oklahoma, and Chicago Tribune, as well as on hundreds of internet and terrestrial radio programs. What was the impetus for starting a PR company? What was the impetus for what? Starting a PR company. Well, what happened was I started a newsletter in 2003 because I had done two guidebooks and I didn't know how to market them. So I thought, ah, you know, the the Internet was kind of new, and I thought I'll start a newsletter. So March of 2003, I started a newsletter called Book Promotion Newsletter, and I got 10 authors to sign up, and it grew and grew and grew and grew. And then a couple of years later, I realized that my my subscribers were very clever. So I decided to put some of their best marketing strategies into a book, which was called Book Marketing from A to Z. And I put their best marketing strategies in the book. Then I had lunch with one of the subscribers, and she said, you know, you really should market your services. You should combine them. So at that time, people were starting radio shows, and I was doing a radio show for authors. So I offered my subscribers a package deal where they could, I would represent them on the Internet, I would have them on my radio show, and they would get the newsletter, and I would charge them a little more. And uh, many of them signed up, and that's how the publicity service started. But when I started, I started with newspapers, and that was an uphill climb because newspapers were sort of folding, and you don't get into the newspaper that quickly. But as soon as I started reaching out to radio hosts, it was like a light bulb. I realized very soon that radio hosts need guests. Yeah. And I was getting so many responses from radio hosts that before you knew it, I had I had. Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of radio hosts, and and I was getting my clients on the radio, and that's and still going on. So I have about a hundred hundred authors that wow. I represent. That's that's, so that's awesome. how it started. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very very cool. I love how you kind of identified a need for something and then you went about creating it. I think that's really the essence of curiosity, the topic that we're discussing this whole show today. You know, really getting out there, prying open industries, looking into corners and nooks and crannies, finding the needs, things that people want and need, and then going about and rectifying that. So thank you for yes, doing Yes, well, it wasn't something that I planned. It just sort of happened, you know. One thing led to another. Everything oh. started with the newsletter. And everything sort of came out of that, the radio show, the book, the publicity service. And from the publicity service with um, with radio hosts, then I started to realize that, you know, maybe I could get some of my the authors on blogs. So I sent them questionnaires, and a lot of them filled out the questionnaire. And then I converted a lot of the questionnaires into articles, and I found blogs, and I got some on the blogs. Which was which was really terrific because because I found that some of the people who didn't get radio spots were liked more by the bloggers. Mm. You know, like there's it, it. I found that on radio, you know, health and business and politics and um, new age is very very big, but 
a lot of the authors write fiction or they write about writing, and they don't get on as many shows. But the bloggers like them. Mm-hmm. And there are more blogs about that subject, so then I, I I even it out. I get some of my, you know, my my clients onto on blogs. So that's <laughs> that's the way I cover it all. <laughs> I think that's a lot where opportunity comes from is taking that first step and using that curiosity to take that first step. You know, once you take that initiative to do something, you know, even if it's something small, it can open doors to many new things. Exactly. Exactly. So if anybody wants to become my client, they can reach me at franalive at optonline.net. Or they could go to my website at talkradioadvocate.com, and they could know, they could either – I have 16 e-books of talk radio shows – Wow. Ranging from animals to sports, mm. and they could they could either purchase the inexpensive ebooks and go about contacting the host themselves, or they can hire me with which, and I'm very inexpensive. Also, they can hire me to do it for them. Mm. Oh wow, very cool! Thank you for that and. Definitely. If anyone needs your services, we hope they do contact you. You are a professional and you clearly know your stuff. So thank you for that. And, uh, you know, I, I wonder what got you inspired to go into radio in the first place? Did you just want an, a creative outlet to express yourself or what inspired you to go into that realm? Why did I, why did I pursue radio? Right, right. Talk to us a little bit about your radio journey. Well, I, I, I had different radio shows. I started with interviewing authors. Then I decided I wanted to be a travel, get in the travel industry. So I did a show called um, Ship to Shore about cruises because I thought I was interested in cruises. And I was interviewing people in the cruise industry. But then I realized that people are on, on, on cruises all the time, so they're not always available. So I decided to do a show where I interview everybody. So I, I, my show is called Fraternizing with Fran, and I interview people of all walks of life, you know, people who, who, who are into the animal kingdom, people who write a, are in self-help, people who are in health, people are, you know, who, who are in holistic health, um, uh, business people, any, anybody. In fact, That's I had great. Cynthia Bryan on my show today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's how this all happens. She happens to be a subscriber of mine. Oh. That's awesome. I think what you're doing is great. You know, a lot of people need this sort of thing, and I think more people like you are really needed in helping others, you know, voice their opinions, you know, get into what they have a passion for. And what really gave you that passion to um, really start that radio career in giving people and knowledge and starting um, lots of books about informative topics? You know, why? what got you into that? Well, people need, people need, if, if anybody wants to promote anything, if they want to promote a book or they want to promote a service or they want to promote what they're doing or, or their knowledge, 
There were radio shows on virtually every topic. Mm-hmm. And anybody basically can go on the radio. As long as you can can entertain or inform the audience, you can you can you can pitch a, a host about what you're all about. Mm-hmm. And um radio is is a wonderful um marketing tool. It's not Everybody the, the end all, you know, but it's it's one it's one area. Mm-hmm. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree on that. You know, it's very broad. It's like the Internet. Everybody is looking at it and everybody's listening to it. So it's just very open. Right, right. And, you know, Fran, I know that one of the descriptive bylines for your radio show right now is, quote, when interesting people come to chat. And do you believe that there's power in conversation? Is there power in giving everyone a voice like that? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't understand that. Ah, so one of the descriptive bylines for your show, I know, is quote: "When interesting people come to chat." A byline and I wonder, for my show. Right, right. One of the descriptions uh, uh, on the website for your show. Well, it's it's fraternizing with Fran, where interesting people come to chat. Right, and basically, it's just a conversation like you and I are having. Right, right. And do you believe Where I ask my guests questions and they answer. Right. And do you believe that there's power in giving everyone a voice like that in, in, in interviewing all sorts of people and letting everyone express themselves like that? Well, I think so. I yeah. think so. I think some, some um, people are better on the radio than others. Some people, you know, have more to say. But um, I, I've been, I, as a newspaper reporter, I interviewed people. So I'm very used to interviewing, interviewing people. Right. Wow. That's no, it's, wonderful. It's part of my persona. <laughs> wow. Th- and thank you for translating that to radio. You're doing really well. So thank you very much, Fran, for sharing all of your expertise and showing how curiosity can lead to wonderful discoveries. Everyone, during the break, be sure to listen to Fran's radio shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Frana Live. And if you are interested in getting PR for your book, be sure to visit her talk show advocate site at talkradioadvocate.com. During the Blake... Well, thank you so much for that promotion. I appreciate it so much, Hannah. Thank you, and thank you very much for the work that you do. And during the break... Okay. And and you do terrific work, too. Thank you so much. That really does mean a lot. And everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on curiosity. If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey investment education and asset management firm 
firm, and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, Call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet Radio Airwaves. We'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team, live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of curiosity. Now, throughout the show, I have been espousing the benefits of curiosity. And I know that you, Asia, also agree that curiosity is essential to a well-lived life, right? Exactly, exactly. I think curiosity is basically the founding, um, you know, aspect of education. You know, trying to gain more knowledge of um just ourselves, really, you know, expanding our knowledge on what our talents and what our limits and goals can be. And if we didn't have curiosity, where would our desire to learn be? We use curiosity to strive towards our goals. We use it to gain new knowledge and not just any educational knowledge, but educational knowledge of ourselves. You know, curiosity can be a form of self-discovery. And if we had no desire to learn what our limits are, we would never move forward. You know, geniuses would stay at the basic level of intelligence and never know what else is out there. And without curiosity, there would be no space age. There would be no professional athletes. And I believe without curiosity, there would really be no advancement in talent, you know, because you may have the wonderful talent of drawing and painting, but how would you further your art skills if you didn't strive to create new things out of the curiosity that you have? And I think that goes for everything that you have. You know, you may have the the talent to sing, you know, what if you didn't have the curiosity to hit those high notes that you never experienced or, you know, experimented with? 
And, you know, with the athletes, you know, what if they didn't have the curiosity to really push themselves in that new um, move they used for dancing? Or, you know, what if they didn't strive to push their uh, time on, you know, that 100-meter dash? Or what if the basketball player didn't really strive to make that shot a couple hundred feet further away? Um, it's It just goes for that basic level of, learning new limits for ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, I really think that curiosity has paved the way for human technological advances and innovations and extraordinary accomplishments. And really anything wonderful that has been accomplished is in some way a byproduct of curiosity. Exactly. Yeah. We can go back to when the first fire was sparked by cavemen. Right, you know, just trying to figure out how can we maybe cook this meal for ourselves in a little different way. And we can go back to the pioneers who held on to this idea of manifest destiny that the American continent needed to be explored. And we can think about the Lewis and Clark expeditions pushing past these forces of nature, trying to overcome them and surmount them. Just curious to see what was on the other side. You know, we are where we are today. We're standing on the shoulders of these giants who were curious and therefore advanced us to the position that we so get to enjoy. Exactly. You know, Albert Einstein had a quote that said, the important thing is to not is not to stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing. And, you know, without curiosity, we wouldn't question, you know, certain things, you know, certain truths, you know, there could be a fact that people would be like, well, wait a minute, what about this? And, you know, a new fact would come out that proves something else. And it just goes on and on and on. And that's the, that's the whole thing about science is that facts can always change. You know, there are different opinions. And when people think about that, they can go out and explore new truths and establish that to where that's now the new fact in our science books and our computers and on Google. And there's so many things that can be established through our curiosity. And it's it's interesting to think of that quote, curiosity killed the cat. You know, that's not always the case. There's so many things that you can question. You know, it's good to question things. It's good to think about new possibilities and new opinions and what else can be discovered and what else does this mean? You know, is there more to what this fact really is? Right, right. You know. You know, because I think that quote really stems from the idea that the more we question something, the more we analyze it Mm -hmm. in a way we kind of kill it. And I think if you examine the etymology of the word analyze within the word is lies, which is to cut open and to kill. But Mm -hmm. in reality, I think the more questions you ask about something and the more that you understand it, you don't kill the fascination you had with it. I think that fascination simply grows. For example, when I open a biology textbook, and I understand the ways that our cells work and, you know, think of cellular respiration and how the mitochondria come together and create this energy that allows life to be sustained. It doesn't make me think that now cells are a boring topic and I can move on, but rather I'm so fascinated that, wow, these tiny organelles in our cells, mitochondria, can can really serve as the powerhouse of our whole beings. That's incredible. Yeah. And I, what I love about that is that science and the medica- uh, the medical you know industry and the medical field is that all of those advances came from curiosity. Yeah. Absolutely. And I like that. You know, that's why science was my one of my favorite uh, subjects in school because there was just so many things that weren't proven yet. So you used your curiosity to find out different truths about that type of subject. 
Right, right. And you know, it actually come, beckons to my mind the quote, I believe it was from one of the Thor movies. Um, <laughs> uh, magic is just science we don't yet understand. Yeah, it's I like the exact too. quote, but it's something along those lines. Yeah, and magic and science both are so fascinating, but in their different ways. Magic because we don't understand it, and science because we do. Understanding is not a recipe for killing fascination. Rather, it can really allow yeah. it to blossom and grow. Exactly. And it goes the same for people who have, you know, certain interests and talents, you know. Someone may want to go into engineering. They have a curiosity to really further their knowledge of that type of field. And um, being in fashion design, you know, curiosity in fashion design never, ever dies. There's always, you know, what else can I do with this type of fabric? You know, what can I do with this kind of style? You know, um, what could be my target market for my kind of designs and styles that, you know, my taste is or just asking questions on what else you can do and how f much further you can get in what you're doing. Absolutely. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, now that we have the internet at our disposal, there is no reason to not explore a question that you're curious about. Even if you don't have internet connection in your home per se, there are libraries, there are institutions that are more than willing to allow you to use their resources to really pursue answers to the to the tough and great questions that you pose for yourself. It's called inquisitive-based learning, not waiting for other people to hand you dilemmas and problems to solve, but rather you going out there, posing the questions and finding them for yourselves. Taking the initiative to gain that new knowledge. And it's like um, what we were talking about with Francine, the blogging. You can have a blog about questions that you have and people can join in and talk about what they think the answer to that question is. You know, talking about it, you know, uh, boiling over different questions and and just, you know, really talking to other people on what you think is the answer to this. And you may get new knowledge. You may get knowledge that you already know of. Somebody else can get knowledge that they never knew of and they can just gain new truths that they never had. And it's just a circulation of education. Right. It's a continuity. Everything that you have learned up to this point, the knowledge that you have, all that you've studied should in turn feed your curiosity, which in turn leads to more knowledge. It's this continuity of curiosity and study that I think we really should honor. And I think a really concrete example that I should have addressed long ago, I think the most prominent one in my life, is getting involved in radio. Because I was just so curious about what it's like to be on the radio and to get involved in this type of industry. I, I had had no prior experience with this type of thing. And I'm so glad that I was curious enough to take the first step, to take the initiative, as you mentioned, to really dig my hands into this and get involved because now I love it. And I think curiosity in that way shows that it can really change your whole life around. I, I was thinking that too. You know, I used to live in California for a little while and this was when there was really no such thing as an iPod or anything like that. So I would use my old stereo that my mom gave me um, and I would listen to K-Rock, which is the station in LA. And I would listen to all the music and just the way that they did all their advertising and all the little um, uh talking in between the songs and all, you know, just the different voices. And I was thinking that would be so cool to get into that type of industry. And what would it be like to you know, have your own radio show and talk about whatever you wanted? You didn't have to be, you know, limited on what you could say or what you believed in. And you wouldn't have to worry about, 
you know, having somebody else tell you what to say. You could just do what you wanted because if somebody didn't like what you were talking about, you know, they wouldn't listen. But there were people who had an interest in what you had to say, so they would listen to that radio show. I just thought that would so that was just so awesome. And then being on that kind of path to get into radio such as this is just absolutely amazing because now we can actually talk to people who have a curiosity about something certain such as, you know, conversation or anything else that we had previously is just such an awesome opportunity. Absolutely. It's really the opportunity of a lifetime and it's transformed my life. And I think I did, if I didn't have that burning curiosity, that fire within me to mm-hmm. go seek out another medium with which to express myself, then, you know, I wouldn't be at the great point in my life that I am at today. Exactly. And, and you know, I think curiosity really is in humans sort of primitive nature. It, it is that one thing, that spark that has driven us, fueled us to try to find something better. When time and time again, when generations of humans have been in terrible conditions, they go out there and they experiment with different ways of dealing with their sorts of problems. I mean, you can even think of the Great Depression and the time when America was experiencing such an economic meltdown. And they experimented with different ways to set up the economic system and implement new laws and new strategies to deal with these types of issues. So curiosity is kind of, is that tool to help us get to the next level in a way. We're going through a time that may not be the best. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for joining me on this very intriguing topic. Curiosity does not always kill the cat, as it opens many wonderful doors and opportunities and new knowledge about ourselves. As always, all good things must come to an end, and this show gave us an in-depth look at how blessed it is to live with curiosity. Put on your thinking cap, view the world through an inquisitive lens, your life will never be the same. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Michael. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be curious, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.